Okay. So I'm welcome. <laughs> yeah, welcome to episode thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. We're getting we're getting What's close up? to forty. Where is forty? Uh, for no, is it forty or fifty? That's over the hill. I think it's fifty, right? It's fifty. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, I gotta. This is stupid. Sometimes how this works. Uh. How can I? Aha! What if I do that? Okay. Cool. Um, it was still had the thing for the video, which is stupid. I hope it, it should, yeah. should have still already played through, though. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, I think my... Um, <clears throat> if not, then we will figure it out next week. <laughs> yep. I'm surprised we didn't have any issues. Um, oh, yeah, we always start with you, with the musics. Okay, um, so I need to gather myself a little bit, but to start off gathering myself up, um, a few weeks ago I talked about um, uh, Fall Out Boy doing a cover of We Didn't Start the Fire. Okay. Um, Billy Joel has responded to it. Uh, Billy okay. Joel is the original um, uh, writer of the song, and all he said in an interview was, good luck guys, good luck singing that live. If you mess up one word, you're done. Oh, and that's what happened to him? Yep. Uh, he goes on to tell a story about how he forgot the words in uh, at a show, and he um, um, he had to stop the entire song and restart it because he couldn't figure out where he was. Oof. That's a so, bit rough. <laughs> yeah, so essentially he just tells Fall Out Boy, good luck singing that live. Don't mess up. <laughs> yeah, wow. All right, yeah. <clears throat> Which makes sense. Like, <laughs> that's just a hard song to sing. Yeah. Um. All right, so we're going to get a little political with my music news, but not too bad. Okay. Uh, we all know how we hate Bud Light. Yep. And we all remember how Kid Rock went out of his way to also hate Bud Light. Okay. Uh, well, apparently Bud Light is still on tap, in, on sale in his um, uh, his bar. Mm, okay. I think um, I remember about that. <clears throat> yeah, um, so it is officially, uh, according to CNN, which... <laughs> um, the beer is still available uh, to patrons. Uh, there were no reports on how much is actually selling. But it is available. Um, Kid Rock had, Kid Rock did not know it was still available, <laughs> according to this. Um, but he hasn't really spoken against it either. He hasn't like spoken for or against it. Um, but I think he kind of just found out that it was still there. Right. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, you can still get um, Bud Light at Kid Rock's um, bar, which is kind of funny. Um but we, ex I expect him to say something about it soon. Yeah. If he, if he hasn't already, by the time this comes out, he's going to say something soon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> All right, Xander, you're going to get a little sad here. Okay. Um, because I know how much. Um. I know how much you wanted to see um, asking Alexandria this summer. Okay. Uh, they are bowing out of their U.S. tour. 
Well, that was a nice podcast. Ding dong. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they were bowing out their U.S. tour. They had to, um, they canceled a show um, a few months ago, and then they missed the uh, another show on their uh, European headlining tour before they were supposed to come here to the U.S. Um, they said that they are going out because of uh, their drummer has a fracture in his right foot. Ooh. Which, as a drummer, fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've played with all of my extremities hurting in some way. I've never played with a fracture in my foot, but I can only imagine how painful that would be. Yeah. Because um, your right foot is what does most of the work. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but they, they hope to reschedule all of these tours. Um and uh, they deeply apologized, but they really wanted to give the drummer uh, adequate time to recover, which, again, fair enough. Yep. Um, <clears throat> uh, here's something a little bit more local to Michigan, at least. Um, Pitbull no-showed Soaring Eagle yesterday. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of my friends were going to that show. Okay. And they were not happy about it. No, I bet. Um, so everyone got there. It was supposed to be Lil Jon, Pitbull, and somebody else, I think. Um, but the big story here is that Pitbull just didn't show up. Huh. <laughs> um, he put out a little video message that said, I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart that I can't be there tonight, but I'm going to make it up to you. And that was it. Like, no, like... We're coming to knock it down. We're, no, nothing like that. It was just, I'll make it, like, I'll be back. Huh. And, like, he didn't even sound excited about it. <laughs> so, as a, a side note with Pitbull, I did see a, t a TikTok uh, a couple days ago, I feel like it was, and I do actually want your opinion on this. I still can't decide. Mm -hmm. I've been, like, thinking about it on and off. You have, this is a, would you rather? Would you rather have... Okay. Every single song in existence still be there, but it's sung by Pitbull. Oh, no. Or every song that's ever sung is a Pitbull song, but you oh, still yeah. have, but you still have like Alessia Cara. You still have Ashton Alexander, but they're only singing, uh, like they're only singing Pitbull songs. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Oh, man, that's hard. I think it was... Uh, was it... Uh, I think it might have just been the one... No, it's the one song... One Pitbull song. Sung by... By every band. By every band. Or... Or... Every... You have every band. Every song. song but it's only sung by Pitbull. Ah, oh, damn it. That's a hard one. Right? Oh, that's such a difficult thing. I don't know. I feel um, like if I had to choose now that I'm thinking about it on on air, I feel like I'd choose to have different singers so we could at least get the because like yeah. like oh I like this cover oh I don't like this like generally I I'm a, I I'm one of those people that likes covers sometimes so I feel like having the option of you know different versions is better than literally just always Pitbull because I'm not a huge fan of Pitbull I was when I was. You know, back into pop music, but right. <clears throat> um. So yeah, a uh, uh, 
Lil John did still perform um, August 19th. If you have tickets and you're listening to the podcast, August 19th is the date that Pitbull is coming back. Okay. Uh, so are they just so they're just allowing the, are they allowing the same tickets to work for that? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, they said they said hold your tickets August 19th. Pitbull will be will be here. Okay. Um, and they made the mistake, I feel like, of just, cause, so I watched a video of the announcement, um, that he wasn't going to be there. And so there was a lot of booing, obviously, but yeah. I feel like they made the mistake saying there will be no refunds tonight. Mm. And then everyone just kind of lost. I'm like, oh, you don't tell them there won't be, like, just tell them hold their tickets. Like, don't tell them there won't be a refund today. <laughs> like, eh. I mean, I feel like, it I did. mean, like, I get it. I don't know. I feel like they had to get it out, though. Um, right. Yeah. Um, Pitbull, August 19th at Soaring Eagle Casino. <laughs> and he's real sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, so. Um, I don't want to talk about that yet. Okay, here we go. Um, the Creed. We all know. Can you take me? Um, they are re- there are rumors and speculation of them reunited. Okay. I didn't know they were apart. <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> well, no official announcement has been made. Members have been putting up teaser videos and song titles on their various social media accounts. Okay. Um, so Creed fans are freaking out that Creed might be coming back. Huh. Um, there has been no official, um, <clears throat> a no official announcement has been made about the reuniting, but yeah, <clears throat> um, I just felt it was worth mentioning Creed might come back, which I like Creed every once in a while. I, I you know, yeah, gotta be in the mood for it. Um, Corey Taylor, lead singer of Slipknot. We talk about him almost every week, I feel like now. Yeah. <laughs> um, he released a, um, <clears throat> uh, he released a new song called Post Dramatic Blues. Okay. Um, so first off, I barely knew that he had a solo project. Okay. Because I know him from Slipknot, obviously, and, um, Oh, what's the other one he does? Uh, they do, um, looking at you through the glass, uh, shoot. I can't think of his other band. Stone Sour. Okay. Um, but apparently now he's got his own little band here. Um, uh, I actually listened to it before we started, and I wasn't a fan. I didn't like it. It, Mm -hmm. there was a lot of, like, high-tuned guitars, and, like, it just doesn't sound like Corey Taylor should be there. (laughs) Like, like I'm going to listen to it more and, like, see. Like, I'm going to listen to other stuff. But I was not a huge fan of his uh, new single. Um, he released it to promote um, PTSD and law enforcement. Um, and he says, uh, the lyrics, I really tried to capture what takes people. Uh, I, I really want to take you through the highs and lows of uh, um, post-traumatic stress and a panic attack and all of that stuff. Um, so... I feel like it's a good thing that he's trying to promote, like, especially with, like, our law enforcement and our EMTs. They see some shit, you know? Yeah. 
Um, so, um, I feel like he's doing it good there. Uh, I'm going to listen to it a few more times and see if I just don't like it or if it's just not what I'm thinking or what. Um, but it, it wasn't bad. You know, it was, it was Corey Taylor, I guess. Um, and last but certainly not least, and Xander got to watch every reaction to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tesseract is back and lovelier and prettier than ever. Um, <clears throat> so since we started the podcast, I don't really think I've talked about how much I love Tesseract, but I hate them at the same time because I'll never be able to do what they do drumming. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but they have released a new single, um, and it is called, um, 11 minutes long. It's called 11 minutes long. It is 11 minutes long. <laughs> um, <clears throat> War of Being is what the song is called. Um, uh, they did it. Um, uh, they included, uh, I think, some of the band members of um, Architects. Um, <clears throat> we Came as Romans, I think, was did something. Um, it's like they had like a bunch of bands kind of like help them out with this. It's all like Tesseract, but like I feel like they had like some help behind the scenes with it. Um, it's 11 minutes long and I listened to eight minutes and felt like I listened to three. <laughs> I was like, the same was like, how long is this song? And I looked and I was like, oh, it's 11 minutes and we've only listened to eight. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like how Take Me Back to Eden was when I first heard it. It's an eight minute long song and I felt like it was like two and a half minutes. <laughs> um, but um, it is continuing um, the interwoven story. I didn't know that this was an interwoven story. I'm going to have to go back and re-listen to everything Tesseract now. Um, all of their albums uh, interweave into a giant story. So each album is a different concept of the story. Um, so the next album, which is going to be released on September 15th, is the continuation of the story world story. <laughs> Huh. Um, so I'm going to have to go back and re-listen to all of the, like, knowing that now I'm going to have to go back and re-listen and see if I can pick up on, like, certain characters and themes and things. Yeah. Um, but, and now that's all that I really care about is New Tesseract and, uh, nothing, I don't think really anything else is coming out this week. Um... I think that's I think that's basically it for music, man. So I do have one music thing I want to mention. I, okay. I'm not entirely sure how to feel about it, but we did do quote unquote a live reaction to it, sort of. Uh, I did a listening mm -hmm. party for it. AJR. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure how to feel about it. I was when I first saw it on my home page on Spotify, I was like, "Oh, AJR has a Christians new Christian song out." Um, cause I know they're pretty, you know, mainstream and mainstream doesn't really like Christians. So I was like, all right, this is interesting. Let's see what this is. It wasn't bad, but similar to what you've been saying and you and Ashley have been saying about like certain bands lately, like you gotta forget what you know about AJR to like it. I feel like it doesn't, mm -hmm. it is like, it doesn't have like any of the big bumps or I don't want to say bass drops, because they're not bass drops. They're almost the exact opposite. But, like, AJR always has, like, that spot in the song that, like, goes really high. Yeah. And, like, the energy. And, like, this song doesn't really have that. Like, they have spots where you're like, oh, it might do it. Nope. Okay. Yep. 
I I couldn't. I I liked it. Like, is it gonna get added to any of my playlists? No, but like, if if it was on, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Um, I I liked a. Uh, speaking of kind of like liking things that I don't want to like, um, I liked a big time rush song the other day. Tell me it's not paralyzed. It's not paralyzed. Okay, good. Um, it, it, my DJ turned it on and I was at work and I was doing dishes so I couldn't change it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, ooh, this is really good. And for a second it sounded like Ed Sheeran, who you know I like. I'm not a huge fan, but I don't mind it. Because okay. I was like, ooh, I might add this. And I looked and it was Big Time Rush. I was like, I can't add this to the list. <laughs> yeah, my, my DJ has been giving me paralyzed by Big Time Rush. And that is literally, I think, the one song by them that I don't like. And I'm like, why do you keep giving me this one Big Time Rush song? You haven't given me any other yeah, ones. So. Well, no, that's incorrect. They did give me Worldwide once. but it I, I liked Worldwide. Yeah. Worldwide's good. All right. You know how right before we started recording, I said I had a little bit of a surprise for you. Uh-huh. Here's our transition for today. Okay. <clears throat> F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. That is sweet. Is that not awesome? How well that meshes. That I need that just every time I do anything. I need that song. Right. <laughs> and next week's will the trans because again I had mentioned I'm gonna try to do something different each week for transition. Next week will mm -hmm. be a full three minute uh, mashup. Okay. That I love that. That works so well. Right. Like I don't I like this one a lot better than the other one, but the other one works it's not as well, but it's uh, it's <coughs> me and uh, uh Tim Tom were talking yesterday about like songs that work so well like matched up. Yeah. And uh I showed him the uh trooper and uh beat it drum video I sent you the other day, or like last week or whenever. Yeah. He was like, see, that, like, that works. And so many songs like that work so well. Like, you never think about it until you hear it. And you're like, yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, so whoever is doing this, genius. With WWE stuff, let's start with the video that might upset people a little bit. But that's because okay. if, you, if you do, if you pay attention to wrestling, if you're watching this podcast, probably, you know who Vince Russo is. And you're always upset mm. with stuff he says or does. So here's Vince Russo. Well, I think his. I think his beef with me. His beef. It started with me. I, I. I initiated that whole thing. Listen, I think a wrestler should look like a wrestler. It's that simple. Well, come on. Wait, 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 come on. No. Good point, Sean. Because you know what I say all the time. If Kevin Owens's appearance was part of the gimmick okay. and part of his character, great. 
I get it. The guy, the guy is an out of shape guy that likes drinking his beer and eating his hoagies, but he could still kick your ass. I get it. But when a guy looks like this and they're telling me he's a prize fighter, what, what prize fighter looks like this? I never saw a prize fighter look like this. So that was my whole thing, bro. If you're going to be a professional wrestler, look like a professional wrestler. But if they made that as part of his gimmick, it would be tremendous. So that that was the beef I had. But it, it, it was more with oh, it was it was really more with WWE creative than Kevin Owens. Gotcha, Sami Zayn. Take my glasses off. I love my head. There's a reason, there's a reason the WWE, I'm not even going to say wrestling business, there's a reason the WWE has gone from 8 million viewers to under 3. Because when you had the, the world watching wrestling, the Attitude Era, before the Attitude Era, WrestleMania 1, 2, and 3, way, way before, Bruno, when you had the world watching wrestling, The casual fan, when you said professional wrestling, right away in their mind, there, 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 there was a picture in their mind of what a professional wrestler looks like. A professional wrestler is larger than life. A professional wrestler looks like somebody I've never seen before. When a professional wrestler walks through the airport, I'm going to know that somebody. And I'm talking about Roddy Piper. If Roddy Piper walked through an airport, you would look at Piper and know that somebody. Kurt Henning. Kurt Henning walked through an airport. You know, if Bret Hart walked through an airport, that's freaking somebody. You just knew a professional wrestler in our mind. Sammy Zayn looks like my next-door neighbor. He, I'm, I'm sorry. and That's not an insult. I know what you're saying. That's not an insult. I don't I, – I can't watch – I'm 50 – I'm 56. I can't watch a wrestling show with, with any kind of belief when I honestly think I could give half of the roster a good fight. Sami Zayn would probably kick my ass, but he wouldn't do it in a minute. Th those freaking 205 guys, yeah, they, they'd all kick my ass because I'm 56, but they wouldn't do it in a minute. When I go back to lo looking at those guys, freaking Ken Shamrock, who's coming into my life, are you freaking kidding me? I, I remember once I, I, got so, I got so hot once at Billy Gunn, the one and only time in my life I disrespected a wrestler and told Billy Gunn to go F himself. Okay, way out of line. And, and the minute it came out of my mouth, I freaking regretted it. Brian James came over, and I thought this guy was going to kill me. Brian James, road dog. What the freaking Sami Zayn? Who's Sami Zayn going to beat in real life? I'm, I'm just being honest. That, that, that's, why, that's why they've lost the casual fan base. It's not believable. <laughs> now, watching it a second time, I guess I'm, I'm a little more siding with him to an extent. Um, but, because, you know, again, which, I mean, I will admit, you know, I wasn't a fan of Sami Zayn when I first got in because they were doing a bunch of stupid crap with him and, you know, made a big deal about, I mean, again, I wanted to see his uh, documentary. We've mentioned that on here before, I think. I still want to see it. Right. Um... He definitely can't say that kind of thing now, though. He's like, WWE's yeah. not against him now. No, they're not. But, uh... Their chance. I don't know. It's... I'm just, I guess... 
I don't know how to say it without sounding stupid, but I sided with him a little bit more. I don't completely agree with him still, but I see I see a little bit more of where he's coming from. I, I see where he's coming from on one hand, but at the same time, like, you think of, like, even way back then, they were all, like, all, the, all of them were on steroids and stuff. Like, they weren't, you know, like, it wasn't, like, all natural and stuff like it is now. And, and I... So, like, what did he... There are like, some that... And, and Roddy Piper was a small guy. Like, Shawn Michaels was a really small guy. Like, most of the people he mentioned were smaller comparatively to the, some of the people now. I think he's talking about muscle mass kind of thing. Like, they all had, like, big muscles and they had, like, yeah. a certain body build. But, again, and I didn't really watch back then, but there were some exemptions back then. I'm not saying, you know, more than we have now, because there's, you know, a lot of Kevin Owens lot- stuff now, but... Uh, Right. To say that, you know, Kevin, I do agree with that, especially Kevin Owens does not look like a prize fighter per se. Yeah. Um, but you know, there were there was um, you know the sumo wrestler guys in there. There was, uh, and to an extent, it's more of a size thing in that case. But you know, there was uh, Andre the Giant. He didn't have the body build of a wrestler, but he was a yeah. giant. Right. Um. I, I Rick Flair didn't necessarily have the body of a wrestler to an extent like a little bit but he definitely didn't have the muscle mass that I think Vince Russo was trying to get at yeah I I I don't know I I feel like he's incorrect but at the same time I kind of see where he's coming from and like wrestling is a completely different sport than it was back like you know it's you know like like he said like he can't say wrestling business he says WWE because WWE is completely different thing than what it used to be right because it you it you know it used to be wrestling until they put that e on there then it's and now it's entertainment so it's not you know it's not gonna be what it used to be but but you know so i mean i know this isn't quite the same anymore but back when you could see um you know how would you you know judge matches like would you judge it based on the athleticism would you judge it based on the Storytelling? Would you do all of the above, or like, did you have to have a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of athleticism and a little bit of storytelling? Probably more. Uh, I I like to you know like look at the storytelling of it personally. Um, do I love like the high flying stuff? Yes, but you know like there there is an art to wrestling, no matter what kind of wrestling it is. Like you know, I'm pretty sure I've talked about it on the podcast before. Like deathmatch wrestling, whether you like to admit it or not, is an art form. Like, there's still so much storytelling in even those kind of matches. Right. Like, any, anything of wrestling can be a beautiful thing. Like, even, like, the Kenny Omega-Will Ospreay match from Forbidden Door. I finally watched that in its entirety. Okay. Beautiful. <laughs> that is when wrestling is done right. <laughs> All right, so here's more on judging matches. Okay. This really upset me. I was watching an interview, I'm not going to name names, but... There was an interview uh, where the question was posed, and someone that is a, a journalist, a very well-known journalist, where Rock and Hogan, well, it wasn't a five-star match. BS. When you judge matches based on athletic performance, you are completely taking away the core of what professional wrestling is in North America. And in North America, it has been the most financially successful kind head right like hogan and rock oh that wasn't a five-star match oh, it says you because you judge it based on the lens 
of an athletic contest. I mean, go judge figure skating. Go judge the acrobats at the circus and hand out stars, right? And in my opinion, and this is just me, and if this is going to be unpopular with people, I, I don't care because, look, everyone has their thing. But if you are judging people like Hogan and Rock and and you have the audacity to, to say, oh, I don't think that was as good as so-and-so, if you've never bled for this, if you don't know what it's like to not be able to walk because you, you're just learning how to hit the ropes and you're all bruised, if you do not know what it's like to be on the road for 10 days, two weeks, right, and have to decide, do I want to stop and eat at Waffle House at 1 or 2 in the morning, or do I want to get another hour of sleep because we have to be in the next town, and you pray to God for a late checkout so you know you can hopefully rest because you're going to perform the next day and the day after that. If you've never been on an overseas tour and you don't even know what day of the week it is, you just know you have to be at the gorilla position at a certain point when they hit your music and you have to go perform. You are in no position at all to judge anyone that is trying to make a living at this. It is disgusting to me to, to kind of like, you, you think that, I mean, and again, the internet has given rise to the opinions of people yeah. that have a certain platform, right? And then look, everyone's entitled to their opinion. And it's, it's good in a lot of ways. But when you kind of consider yourself some some guy that a bunch of boys and girls bow down to because they think that's what's cool, that's why the business is in the shape it's in. If they watch people, right, if they understood why Bruno San Martino was Bruno San Martino, mm -hmm. why Rock was Rock, why Stone Cold was Stone Cold, they'd have a better career and they'd have more money in their pocket. Now, watching that again a second time, I, that's almost the exact opposite of what Vince Russo said. Yeah. Now, didn't Vince Russo wrestled for a very short period of time, right? Uh, I think he was more um, brighter. I don't think he really wrestled. I actually don't know. Uh, I feel like I vaguely remember something on, like, uh, total, or not total. Because I know he was. On something, WWE. I know he was a promoter. I don't know if he ever actually wrestled. Hmm. Anyway, um, I mean, he was, either way, you know, he was definitely in the business. And so for him to say, you know, the opposite, like, I feel like that gives him a little bit of credibility to, you know, say what he said to an extent. Um, to an extent. But I also, you know, because the other, that other guy, I don't know who he was. Excuse me. Um. He went so far as to say, you know, it's disgusting that you think that you can even say that. You know, I'm glad people have their opinions, but you're wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I think he's right about, like, you know, you like people who don't know about this, like, pretend that they know and they don't. You know, I yeah. feel like he's right about that in a way. Because, um. you know... I, I like to think that, you know, I know a lot about the business, but again, like, like you said, like, I don't know what it's like to, you know, barely walk for hitting the ropes and stuff. Like I, you know. Okay. Um, so I got a couple, I got only three. What? Yeah. Vince Russo. Hold on. Vince Russo did wrestle. Okay. Um, he at one time was the WCW champion while he was the promoter. Nice. <laughs> so he booked himself to be champion. 
Nice. Wait, isn't that why Shane got fired? Because yeah. he pushed himself, uh, well, well, no. himself to win the Rumble or get second in the Rumble? Well, yeah. he. Um, but Vince Russo at this time was like a big wig in WCW. Mm. He was like... He was, like, part owner or something, and then he's like, yeah, I'm going to be world champion. Uh, he wrestled like, Yeah, he, he wrestled a lot. Okay. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. All right, cool. That's what I thought. I was going to say, I remember seeing something about it when I was watching something on when I was going through, like, all the WWE stuff I used to watch. Um, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm re-watching uh, Raw from, like, 96 on. I'm skipping, like, four years. Okay. I'm not watching it, like, you know, like, watching it watching it but i like to have it on in the background now to see how far i can get kind of like i did with south park okay dude bro you've got so many other things on your list though that's why i'm saying it's only in the background <laughs> I, I turn it off to watch other things all right um so it was a little bit ago when um triple h first took over i think that he was starting to make changes with names and bringing back like riddle went back to being matt riddle and stuff like that right Yep. Apparently this week on NXT, we had another something similar happen. Okay. Both uh, Angel and Humberto are now back to being Angel Garzo and Humberto Carrillo. Yay! So... Oh, good. Yep. So we still got that at least. Right. <laughs> <laughs> At least Triple H is still, and Sean are still having some sort of control. Now on the... Like you said, like, they're trying to kind of shove Vince out of there. Yeah. And I think there was, like, I want to say there was, like, a board something or other that the board is also trying to do something where he can't do that. Ooh, that'd be nice. I didn't hear anything about that. I, yeah, I saw somewhere, you know, again, this is taken out of memory. Like, don't quote, don't think anything of it until, you know... But there was something about, like, how the board was trying to go through his contract to see if there was, like, a loophole where they can say, like, you can't be in charge of creative. Okay. Um, on the opposite end of the spectrum, it is official that Brian Pillman Jr. is no longer listed to roster page on AEW. Damn it. Okay. So his deal has not been renewed. Damn. All right, well, we'll see him in GCW in a couple weeks. <laughs> um, rumor roundup. Man, I wish I was still paying for that. <laughs> rumor roundup. There's not a lot going on. Um, I think I told you this in person. I don't think I talked about it on podcast. But Carlito has signed a new deal with WWE after Rumble. Or after the pay-per-view he was just at. Uh, that would have been Backlash? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, so he did sign a new contract. Um, however, he was already supposed to have been back, but because of the Bloodline story taking up so much time on SmackDown, it didn't happen. But he is still supposed to be back on TV soon. Sweet. Uh, so Okay, so he's going to be back on TV. I wonder how active in the ring he's actually going to be, though. Right. That'll be fun to see. Um... Apparently, and it's going back and forth on the different things, because I did have another article about it that I closed out, but apparently after the main event on Raw, 
because of the amount of, and I know some people hate saying this word and some people don't, but after the amount of botches in that main event on uh, Raw this week, there was an, uh, a backstage argument slash rumble um, between uh, Seth, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and, um, and Judgment Day. Oh, I was hoping you'd bring this up because I didn't get to read it. I just saw it happen. Yeah, no, there was, I seen a, like, I didn't see the match, because I had, uh, what was I doing Monday that I couldn't watch Raw? I had started it, and then something happened or something. Oh, it's just because I had to go to bed early, I think. Oh, yeah, I had to go to bed early, so I just took a shower and missed main event. I turned it off right before. Yeah, I, I had, yeah, I watched the first hour, and then I got distracted with a friend watching another show. <laughs> Which, holy crap, that the show that we're watching, it's called From. And it's, I'm not going to lie, it freaked me out a little bit. Okay. And that's difficult to do. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. Um, yes, yes. It's but, uh, yeah, no, so the list, I didn't, again, I didn't, so I didn't see the main event, but I did see a list in the first article on, like, four different botched spots in the match. Uh, Damien Priest's South of Heaven that caused Sami Zayn to be pinned was one of them. So that, because of the fact that it led to the pin, a lot of people were upset about that. Um, mm -hmm. Zayn's, um, not Blue Thunder Bomb, but something similar, that was a little bit botched. You know, there was just a bunch of, uh, uh, I think someone said, like, Seth Rollins' clothesline. Um, there, there was a lot of botched spots in that match. Um, Must have been having an off night or something. Well, I guess because usually all those the article everybody in that match is usually good that there was something changed last minute with the with the match so that part oh maybe so maybe that's what... yeah um now here's something that I'm kind of upset about it makes sense as much as I hate to say it on Wrestling Observer Radio Dave Meltzer said WWE is doing the best they've ever done in merchandise sales saying merchandise has never been higher, ever. Not in the Attitude Era, not in the Hulk Hogan Era. Which, wow. In my opinion, well, I don't know, no, not even in my opinion. It's because they're literally pooping out a crap ton of stupid stuff, but people are still freaking buying it. Yeah. Like, this is going to sound stupid the way I'm going to say this, but they're almost worse than Magic the Gathering at this point. Like, Magic the Gathering pooping out shit to get our money... WWE is doing the same thing right now. I mean, I realize yeah. like they're growing, they're getting better. Triple H is doing better things, but they should be like. I feel like they'd be making their money e even still if they weren't pooping out all this stupid crap. Like just you know, yeah. be like, oh, you know, teams are getting better. Let's support WWE. But I don't think they need to be pooping out all these like every week. They've got like a new um, Hulk Hogan new design or trip. Um, yeah. Uh, Shane, Shawn Michaels set. Excuse me, man. I am not doing okay right now. Um, they're just pooping things out left and right that don't need to be pooped out. Like I feel like yeah. they legitimately would still have this even if we're not pooping that stuff out because of how good Triple H has been doing. Yeah. I mean, there was that small. I agree with that. Like we said, when Vince came back and like stuff was not going well, and that's what literally got Santi into AEW. Which. Yeah. I think in the long run, as much as I hate to say it. I think that was good for wrestling in general. Yeah. But 
it's good that WWE has competition. Yeah. They, because oh. especially like during the Attitude Era and during the whole thing, because I, I started to rewatch, because um, I haven't watched it in forever and I kind of wanted to relive a little bit. It was uh, the Attitude Era, uh, WWE versus WCW, Monday Night Wars. And like so many people were like, it was good for us to have this competition because it forced us to be better. Right. Speaking of... like that's, I feel like, what's going on right now. Real quick, I do want to mention, it's not here yet. I don't know if I mentioned on podcast, but I do, I am currently signed up for the t-shirt only AEW box. Yeah. As of today, finally, this morning, it got to its place in Illinois. I was hoping to open it on podcast this week, but it will not, it's not here yet. So I will be opening that box on podcast, unboxing on podcast next week of my two t-shirts from the AEW t-shirt only All Elite crate. That's sweet. I'm so jealous. <laughs> maybe if I maybe if I get this third job, I might get one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, via the... Uh, AEW talk. I do have one AEW clip. Let's do that real quick. This is my best friend Adam Cole streaming. And MJF calls him during his stream. <gasps> Beautiful. I'm so excited. I'm streaming right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I don't really... Like, I keep wrestling and streaming separate. So, okay. yeah. Totally yeah. respect that. But anyway, so I, I want to maybe do some case study of wrestling together. I think that'd be a really good idea. And also, I have a couple ideas for like some tags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Max, remember, remember we talked about, me, me, remember we talked about boundaries, dude. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Forgot. Yeah. So it, it might be a good idea yeah. to maybe talk about this later, or what if, what if we do like a double clothesline though, like a like a real, you know, like we both. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my thoughts right now is I'm gonna get going uh, because oh. because I'm live streaming uh, oh, at the moment. Okay. So um, you're not playing like you're not playing video games like like some nerd though, right? What are you what are you streaming? Max, I'm gonna go. <laughs> oh man. Listen, as much as I hate to say it, this turn, whoever the fuck's turning on who, is going to be phenomenal. It's going to be MJF. I don't know at this point. Like, they might... Because at this point, like, MJF is... He looks like he's similar to Randy Orton, like when Randy Orton had... uh, It's so hard. The Arcade or or whatever the... Like, he looks like he's having the time of his life actually being a, a face for once. Like... I noticed, I saw a clip from when, from uh, Adam Cole's birthday episode. He literally went and actually high-fived the fucking crowd. So I think he actually is supposed That's to be faced right now. And he looks like he's having the time I, of his life actually being faced for one. My favorite, though, is he's like, like remember we talked about, oh, I forgot. So I was thinking for a finisher, we could do like a double clothesline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, this just <laughs> kept on going. I haven't gotten back into AW, but I need to just for Adam Cole and oh, this is great. I'm so sad. I'm so sad I missed it. I was like, I hope I, 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 kind of, 
I hope I get yeah, a I, pull I or something you. from my... <gasps> Bro, could you imagine if I got the fucking new MJF Adam Cole shirt in that thing? If you get the new MJF Adam Cole shirt, I have to buy one. Oh my gosh, dude, if I get that shirt, I will be the happiest camper alive. Let's go. I doubt it. I doubt somehow it. get that shirt. Because I think the, the box is supposed to have only, or shirts you can only get in the box, right? So I don't think I it think can so, yeah. be that. Because those you can buy. So I don't think yeah. it can be that. I need to get, we, we need to get best friend, uh, what was it, better than you, Bad Bad Shirts. Yes. We need to. Yes, we do. Both of us need to. When, when we both have the financial funds to do it, we both need to get it. Right. All right. No ifs, uh, Wrestling-wise, I have uh, one, two, two technical videos, uh, both related to um, LA Knight. Yeah. And then I have, and I will hate to admit it, and it might be what got me locked out last, or uh, blocked last time on YouTube, but I do have a really long Paul Heyman video that I want to show. I originally wanted to cut it down. But I, A, didn't have time, and B, I wasn't sure what all I wanted to cut out of it. Okay. Um, which which video is going to make me happy? What do you mean? You, you said before we started that you have a video that's going to make me really, really happy. That was the... I already told you. That was the, the transition. The Carmelo... Oh, right. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm stupid. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, there's this thing going around on TikTok with L.A. Knight, and they're calling yeah. it, like, the L.A. Knight lore. So apparently he's done so much crap in before WWE or in WWE that people aren't realizing it, and so everybody's just sharing everything. I mean, like, here's more LA Night lore. The LA Night, yeah. LA Night lore just keeps coming, and, you know, stuff like that. So okay. here's a very small clip of him on Brooklyn Nine Nine. What? I have to imagine it's not me. I could do it. I'm already ordained. Mario, Karen. Yesterday was chest and shoulders. Today and for the rest of your life, it's heart and soul. Smart. You tailored the ceremony to the bride and groom's interest. So he didn't have any speaking, but he was like the groom. I don't know if that was the only part from that episode or not, but... I used to watch that show all the time. I miss it. I need to watch that. I need to finish that one. So I'm going to play this video and then I'm going to pause it. And especially for you, because I don't think you'll see. Or maybe I'll play it play it through once. It's very short. And then I'll bring it back up and I'll pause it and I'll explain. Okay. Doing the boss character. A lot of people would be like, what are you doing? What is that? That doesn't make any sense. You're a, a, the boss of what? Dream was like... So that's a clip from... Uh, like a, I think the, the whole back... Whatever they called those like... Stories. This is on Sasha Banks. Doing the yep. boss character. A lot of people. Now, the gentlemen that are wearing the Sasha's crew shirts behind her, that's what we need to point out. I'm going to do it from right to left. Because these are before they were even important. Okay. This has been Sasha was in NXT. From right to left, okay. we have Baron Corbin. Yeah. We have Mojo Raleigh. Wow. Remember him? Nope. Uh, uh, I can't remember who the other guy is. He was very, very small. He had a thing. I think I know his song. And then L.A. Knight. Yeah. That was who was in wow. Asha's crew. That's, wow. 
There's like a couple more instances of that, like when um oh who was it? It was uh Adam Rose would come to the ring, like his parade. Yeah. Had so many like people who like would come out to be like something and like because I want to say, like, Seth Rollins was in it for a second or something. Like, somebody big that, like, is huge now was just, like, the giant hot dog or whatever. <laughs> uh, I think I remember hearing about that or something a little bit. Yeah, it was like they had, like, somebody who's, like, big now in WWE, like, was, like, the hamburger. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, I'm, yeah, this one, this is a bit of a, whoops, I'm giving myself too early. Um. <laughs> This is a bit of a long clip, but here. Uh, okay, so I have seen the um, uh, the bit that he's actually talking about in. I don't know if I, I feel like it was something I showed on the podcast quite a few weeks back. Um, when Paul Heyman made that promo on like WCW or whatever, or, or it was you know against Vince McMahon about WCW, and he was going off on Vince. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So yeah, this is Paul Heyman talking about a lot of the backstory of that. Okay. For those of you who will remember the Monday Night Raw that preceded that promo, they did a vignette on Vince's plane with Mick Foley, where Mick Foley tore into Vince and Vince was just eating fruit and not paying attention to what Mick had to say. Um, and and Mick, Mick laid some pretty heavy shit on Vince and Vince just blew it off and ignored him, you know, in terms of, well, you know, well, this is the way things are and I don't give a shit if, what your opinion is. And we were heading to SmackDown and Michael Hayes, Michael Hayes, the fabulous Freebird, WWE Hall of Famer, I might add, and author of Bad Street USA, Knives. Um, Michael Hayes on the plane looked over at Vince and says, you know, if you really want someone to do a shoot promo on you, Paulie over there rip your asshole, yay fucking why? You know, it's just, it was, the, the alliance had just been such an unmitigated disaster for all of us involved. You know, both, again, I was on the writing team and on camera at the time. So on, bo- you know, on both ends of my career, it's just like, oh, God, I wish this would just end already. And it was ending, and we were heading towards the conclusion, and Vince just looks, you know, Vince is on the plane. And the funny thing was, just like with Mick Foley, he was legitimately just sitting there, you know, eating fruit or something, just goes over and goes... Want to rip me an asshole, yay fucking wide? <laughs> you know, and figuratively, not literally. And, you know, it had been a while since I had done one of those ECW style shoot promos. Um, and, you know, my, do you want me to rip you an asshole, yay wide? As this guy over here found out, I'm the guy to do it. Um, you want, to sh- want me to shoot? I'll shoot. Okay. How far can I go? As much as you can to draw me money. Okay. That I can do. <laughs> that I can do. I can draw you money and rip you an asshole yay wide. Let's do it. And we got to SmackDown. And uh, 
I knew I wanted to invoke the name of a bunch of the promoters that he ran out of business, and I knew I wanted to invoke the name of his father because I knew his father. I worked for his father. I was a teenage photographer that, that used to get paid for my pictures by Vince McMahon's father, and so I felt I had the right to invoke his father's name, which is a no-no unless you're going to say his name with reverence. Um, and, uh, you know, we had done the angle where I turned Vince's children, and we've done it 100,000 times since, but this was... This was, I turned both of them on Vince at the same time. You know, where Stephanie comes out on TV and goes, I just want my father to die! You know, you know. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, okay, so, you know, we're going with the death of the father from at the behest of the daughter, you know, with, with the endorsement of the son. And, uh, and I, I said, okay, you know, let's see how far I can take this. And the only thing that stuck in my head was sports entertainment versus wrestling, sports entertainment versus wrestling. That if I can just get that hook in, people will really go, fucking Heyman is shooting on Vince McMahon. And so I, I came up with the line, you made wrestling a, a, a dirty word, didn't you? Vince. And, and, and I went, wow, that's, that's the core. And as long as I can build this promo around that core, I have no idea what I'm going to say out there, but I know that's the message I want to send. That ECW and, you know, the Alliance represents wrestling. And you, you scumbag, barrel-chested Irish fuck, you represent Sports entertainment. You want superstars. We want wrestlers. You know? And then and that's the core of it. So, to his credit, I'll give him a ton of credit. I went up to Vince halfway through the day and I said, do you even want to know what I'm, you know, some of the shit I want to say to you? And he went, nope. Draw me money. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, are you going to say anything back to me? No, just draw me money. You know? And, you know, and um, we came up with the idea of Taz choking me out at the end, you know, because um, Taz was no longer really in the ring, and he was sitting at the commentator table, and I just looked, you know, and, and I just looked at him at the time as a, this big, fat fucking butterball sitting with, <laughs> sitting, with, sitting with Michael Cole that used to be the toughest guy, in, brother, I'll choke you out. I'm Taz, I'm from Brooklyn, you know? And now he's and now he's just, you know, and the line was, and now you've reduced him to being just a commentator and not a good one at that. <laughs> you know? Um, you know, and then I just told Taz, I said, you know, you know the cue, don't you? And he goes, No, I said, Oh, you'll know it when I get to you. <laughs> you know. And I said to him, listen, the cameras are gonna be tight on us, you know. Lay, you know, bring that choke, man. You know, tighten it up. Bring it in. Oh, God. Did he bring it oh. he, jumped, he jumped the shit out of me. Um, and God bless him for doing it. So we were in Gorilla, and I was about to go out to cut the promo, and I looked over at Vince, who was eating a protein bar. And, uh, and I said, hey, you sure you don't want to know anything I'm going to say here? Some of this shit's real heavy. Will it draw me money? Yeah. <laughs> It'll get a lot of attention, Vince, that I promise you. It's a go-home show, goddammit. Bring it. <laughs> yes, sir, Captain. <laughs> I'm on my way. And so I went out there, and for however many minutes it was, I, I laid into Vince McMahon in a shoot to... 
as I recommend anybody that ever wants to do a shoot promo, keep in mind the fact that shooting in and of itself is very Vince Russo. It does not work. No one here wants to just hear me shoot. I can shoot all night long, and you'll sit there and go, eh, this is what the world gives a shit. But if I can turn that shoot into storyline context and then manipulate what you're listening to into making you want to buy a ticket to where I take that shoot and I make you say, you know, he did make wrestling a dirty word. You know what? He, he did make superstars when I want to see wrestlers. He, he did do... Fuck him, man. I, I'm going to buy that pay-per-view because I want those guys to win. Now that shoot draws money. So we took this realistic premise, which is known as a shoot, and we, we went as far as we could with the shoot comments, manipulated them into the storyline that we were presenting for that Sunday, and set forth a segment on SmackDown that to this day, as you just learned from Kenny, I still get asked all about because people still wonder how was how was that planned? What did Vince know? How much was scripted, etc., etc., etc.? And it still intrigues people to this day, which is the design of what they call the shoot promo. Shoot promos are not supposed to be, hey man, I know that your wife cheated on you and that your third kid ain't really your kid. <laughs> and people at home go, I don't give a shit. I want to see two guys fight. But if you make that promo something that people can, can feel in their hearts and it strikes their passion, you know, the, Bubba Ray Dudley always says, strike a chord, man. Strike a chord on somebody and you'll sell a ticket. You strike a chord and sell a ticket. And that's what we tried to do. And to Vince's credit, he took, he took a, a, a ferocious promo said to his face with some shit that I don't think a lot of people have ever said to him. Um, and he took it so that he could draw money. And he didn't share a lot of that money with me when the, <laughs> when the buy rate came in. Because in his mind, he probably thought, oh, you got your payday by being able to say that to me. <laughs>
Yep. The interwebs suggested Everclear. Oh, no. I am oh. well aware that I'm never getting away from this, so I'd rather just get it done now. Carbonating Everclear. In the soda stream. Oh, no. Let's get one thing straight, buddy. I don't want to do this. I would rather shit in my hands and clap than drink carbonated Everclear. But I am a man of the people, so we're going to go ahead and pour this Everclear up into our bottle. And y'all were telling me to fill it all the way to the line, so that's what we're going to do. Fill it all the way up to the line. Get the most carbonation possible. I don't even know if this is going to work, but we're going to give it our all. This is a one-way ticket to prison. So let's go ahead and shove her on up in there. Oh, I got it all over my hands. Everything on this countertop is now flammable. Cheers. Ta-da! If you look closely, it looks like it worked. Yay for us. So let's go ahead and pour up some of our... Oh, no! Our carbonated Everclear. This one right here is just for the haters because they were going to... Ah! Ah! Go on, light! Ah! God! That was just for the haters. That was just for the haters. I don't want to do it. Oh, God! You know what? Not that bad. A delightful result of fizzy flammable violence. Everclear gets a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Fizzy flammable violence. <laughs> I love fizzy flammable violence. Yeah. That sounds horrible actually. I don't I actually uh, we've we've never done Everclear. Yeah. Have we? Yeah. When? When do we do Everclear? Exactly. You don't remember it because right. because we drink Everclear. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had some during Geek Week this year. Oh yeah, because you yeah. I I don't think I've done Everclear since apparently we did Everclear. <laughs> I remember we did some. It was it was a while back, but I think because I remember we did one fifty. I, I remember doing 151. I think it was. I don't remember Everclear. I think it was after 151 got discontinued before we found. Oh, Everclear. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Oh, yeah, I haven't touched it since. With that and tequila. All right, so. Oh wait a minute! This isn't even real. Never mind. I guess I can't mention this article. Right. I thought we were getting a reboot of Firefly. But it's not even guaranteed. 
Oh. It's just because, I guess, oh, with Disney buying the rights to Firefly, people have thought that we were going to get a reboot. But apparently that's not even a guarantee. Mm. It's just people trying to get hype for it. It's just people being like, Disney, yeah. Okay, um, <clears throat> so... I have a small... I think we're going to try to, as a new permanent thing, whether or not we end up with a third person officially or not, I think, just the way things have been going, I think we might want to stick with the hour and a half anyway. Okay. Um, very short, sad clip. This is one I also kind of told you about before we started going. Uh, this is Gene Wilder uh, talking about his opinion on the... Um, reboot's not the right word, but the you know the the newer version of the Willy Wonka movie, with uh, okay, what's his name? Okay. Well, I think it's an insult, and it's probably Warner Brothers' insult. I think I like Warner Brothers for other reasons. To do that with Johnny Depp, who who I think is a good actor, and I like him, but I don't care for that director, and he's a talented man, but I don't care for him for doing stuff like he did. Willy Wonka, when I heard that, uh, what's his name? Tim Burton. Tim Burton was going to write it and direct it, I thought this is gonna be a dark film. Maybe a good one, but a dark one. But the thing that put me off, I like Johnny Depp, I like, as an actor, I like him very much, but when I saw little pieces uh, in the promotion of what he was doing, I said, I don't want to see the film because I, I don't want to be disappointed in him. So that was, I put that out of my mind. He sounds so sad. Yeah, and his time has not been a friend to him at all. He does not, the first clip especially, he does not look good at all. Yeah. No, he he sounds just like so disappointed. Like, he just sounds done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, when did the original Willy Wonka come out? <sighs> I think before we were born, I think. I want to say 90-something. Okay, Google. Um, when did the first Willy Wonka movie come out? My speaker's going to do it. The United States of America, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, November 30th, 1971. 1971. Dang. Well, yeah. I can't hear yours. Okay, good. I mean, we can hear it. Make out that it's talking, but not enough to make out what it's actually saying. Yeah, uh, it was it was saying the same thing you saw, because um, I heard you. Um, Nineteen seventy-one. That is a lot older than I thought. Yeah, I I, I thought it was maybe the eighties, but that explains why he looked again. Time does not look like it was good to him because he's just he's an ancient man. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I feel like he's a good life, though. I, I mean, I don't know what all else... I know he's done other things. I just can't think of any of them right now. Yeah, I, I know I've heard the name besides Willy Wonka. But, um... Yeah, no, I... All these remakes, I feel like it's just... You know, it's... We, we don't need all these remakes of everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, some things some things would be fun, but not literally, like, they're redoing everything right now. So, what is your definition that you would think of for Undead? Uh, zombie. No, zombie. Not, not an example of something Undead, but what, what would be your definition of Undead? Something that was previously dead that does not have a conscious thought besides to feed. Mm, but what like but like you know liches are undead ghosts are undead they don't just necessarily feed that's fair so something that died something that has previously died that has come back somehow <laughs> so jesus is undead technically yes <laughs> by that definition that i said yes <laughs> But he's not. He's alive. Oh, that is a, that's a video Jesus that I saw. Is a whole different. It's a video I saw from another podcast, one of the more famous ones on TikTok. Um, how and they were calling. They were saying Jesus is a zombie, and then someone in the comments said more like a lich because he has intelligence. That's. <laughs> okay. I mean. Technically, they're not incorrect, <laughs> but but no, they're not right. Exactly. Um, now I know it's stressful. Uh, okay, do you want me to blow your mind first, or do we want to talk a little bit of politics? My mind has been blown enough already, so let's just keep going. All right. <laughs> So this is a picture of the beginning of the universe? It's a picture of shortly after the beginning, yeah. That's ridiculous. What do you mean? Dude, listen to yourself. How could we have a picture of something that happened so long ago? What, did someone travel through time to take this? Basically, yeah. Oh my god, dude, I'm worried for you. No need to be, man. Look, just hear me out on this. Light moves at a speed. The speed of light, right? Yeah. So, the farther away something is from you, the longer it must take for its light to reach you, right? Uh, yeah. If you think about it then, you're never really seeing anything as it is right now, but as it was in the past. Because light takes time to get places. Now, light is insanely fast. It could circle the Earth seven times in one second. So for all intents and purposes, everything close by is as it is right now. But light's travel time becomes increasingly significant the further and further out you look. Okay. So for instance, it takes light about one second to get from the moon to the Earth. So when we look at the moon, we are seeing it as it was one second ago. Huh. The sun's light takes about eight minutes to reach us. So we see the sun as it was eight minutes ago. Wow. We see the nearest star to the sun as it was four years ago. And the nearest major galaxy to ours as it was two and a half million years ago. I can't even process that. We're just warming up, dude. 
With modern telescopes, we've now observed a plethora of galaxies so distant that we see them as they were billions of years ago. That is a significant fraction of the entire age of the universe ago. And something interesting happens when we observe especially distant objects like that. We notice that the further out we look, the simpler everything becomes. Simpler? Yeah. It's a clear trend that progressively distant galaxies are, on the whole, not as massive and less developed than those that are closer by. Okay. And that's exactly what you'd expect, because by looking out that far, we are looking at earlier moments in cosmic history, when the universe and all of its contents were younger and less evolved. Time machines exist, dude. They're called telescopes. And when we use them, we become time travelers, watching the history of the universe unfold right before our eyes. That is amazing. It's the coolest thing ever. We can look so far out into space and back in time that we eventually reach a point where stars and galaxies didn't even exist yet. We can look at a time when the universe was so young that it lacked any kind of structure at all. We have a picture of that time. It's that one. That is the universe as it was about 400,000 years after it began, long before the formation of any celestial object. Specifically, it's a photo of what we call the surface of last scattering, and it is the farthest thing that we can ever possibly see. What? Why? So, one of the comments on that video, it's crazy to think that right now we might be looking at stars which aren't even present anymore. I did not need this today. <laughs> like, it, and one of the, I thought it was in the video, but I don't think they ended up saying it, so I don't, maybe it was in a different video or another comment. There could mm -hmm. be life on other planets that we can't see because we're seeing it from you know thousands of years ago but the and they could be doing the exact same thing like they might not see us because they're a thousand years ago or yeah you know, well i mean we were here a thousand years ago but you know what i mean 
I give up. I'm done. <laughs> that's insane. Gee, that's that's crazy. Like he's not wrong. Yeah. Wow. It's it's so crazy. Yeah. So crazy. Well, I'm scared. I need an adult. All right. Well, then we'll change topics. Okay. Good. So we 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 I believe. Nine times out of ten, or ninety-nine out of a hundred times, we agree when it comes to political stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's one exception, which I think you've been closer and closer to agreeing with me on, but um, that's yep. not this one. I don't think we've talked in depth on this particular topic. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. on the Second Amendment? Uh, Second Amendment is the right to bear arms, right? Yep. No. Yeah. Give them guns, whatever. <laughs> Have you heard about the, what the Supreme Court has said on the Second Amendment? I have not. Um, I don't know. I'm going to try to do it without the video, but I feel like I might butcher the words. But I'm going to try my best to say what the video says because I want to try to cut a little bit of this stuff down. Um, so I want to say it was New York or New Jersey or something had kind of like cut down and they're like, yeah, no, you have to go through this, you have to have this certificate, you have to have this, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the Supreme Court has decided, yeah, no, the, the Second Amendment just said, you know, you have the right to keep and bear arms, you know, there's no exceptions, you know, no certificates, no, you know, concealed carry, whatever, you know, just, you can have guns. Sweet. So, yeah, that's a big, uh, some people... It's not as big as I kind of thought it was going to be. So I'm surprised, you know, there hasn't been more news about it because that's a huge, like... A huge topic nowadays. Yeah. So Maybe they don't want to... I will say I feel like... Bring to light... I feel like there needs to be more... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Um, they probably don't want to bring to light the... For people who don't know about it, who haven't heard, like, oh, hey, I can just go get a gun now. Or whatever, you know, they don't want people to just do that. So maybe that's their thought behind not putting it in mainstream media. I'm going to go get one. <sighs> I should have thought this through. Would you, would you, no, legitimately, like even before, would you trust me with a gun? Um, it depends, to be honest with you. More than likely, I feel like it's a really slippery. More than likely, I'd probably say yes. But I probably would actually want to know, you know, if you... I mean, you can't necessarily go to a shooting range, per se. Like, I could, you know, put a target out there and then, like, snap right behind it or something. Be like, hey, this is where it's at. Can you, or, you know, can you hit hit right here or something? And then, like, duck out of the way. Oh, yeah. Well, I wouldn't duck out of the way. I'd freaking move back behind the shield. You'd run. Back behind the shield. Like, shut up. <laughs> hey, we were um, doing good the whole time, but now I think we're starting to get a delay. Oh, uh, um... We, we, we've been kind of going back and forth from having a delay. Oh, I haven't noticed it the whole time. Yeah, um, I've kind of gotten the rhythm of, like, how to talk with you with the delay, and, like, sometimes I have it and sometimes I don't, and so, like, my brain's just kind of naturally picking it up now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when, um, so even back, way back when, I did go into a, uh, a, a shop that sells firearms, and I asked them if I could legally get one, and they said yes. There's like, there's no problem. I was like, even if I'm blind, they're like, yeah, no, no issue. 
all I have to have is a state-issued ID, which I have. Okay. And no criminal record, which I also have. Fair. So, could I get my CCL? Technically, also, yes. Okay. Because, under the ADA, they have to give me the test in a way that's accessible or it's breaking the law. Right. And... It's also against the law to deny me the Second Amendment the right to do that. Okay. So I could legally go and do everything that they want me to do and have a gun, be able to carry it, do all that stuff. That's... But now, like, <laughs> isn't that scary? Well, I feel like that would have been something that, like, we logically would have done, like, when we had this discussion about doing a video of, like, things blind people can get away with that sighted people can't and vice versa i feel like we would have been you know yeah. for the things that sighted people can do that blind people can't we would have done going and getting a gun but like nope i can <laughs> i can a thousand percent get there's t-shirts online that i want to get so bad it's um it just says blind rifle association across it nice i want one too and I... <laughs> if you get one get me one I will get you one. But it also, so if I get, like, I think it's, like, 35 bucks, and, it get, and I get, like, a little certificate with, like, the town, and it'll be, like, here's your Blind Rifle Association chapter, and, like, <laughs> I can start a chapter around here for the Blind Rifle Association. That would be great. Because you're not the only blind person it's there. No. But, oh, it was, it was fantastic. I, I, I still want that shirt so bad. I wonder if they're still even available. I'm like, I, I can still get one. If I can, I might make one. So we got about um, eight minutes left before we're at half yeah. hour spot. I do have two more quick videos okay. I want to get through if I can. Uh, this mm -hmm. one we sort of talked about, it was either two or three weeks ago, about the lies about Trump in the news. Okay. Now, as we know, Biden was at Buckingham Palace yesterday. Let's compare press coverage of Biden at Buckingham Palace with Trump. Have a look at these pictures. A few years ago, Donald Trump was there at the state visit. He was widely criticized for walking in front of the Queen. Have a look. He walked briefly in front of the Queen. He realized he was wrong. He checked. The Queen is now to his side, and the Queen is, in fact, marginally ahead. Trump pilloried for momentarily being in front of the Queen. But have a look at Joe Biden. No such complaints about Joe Biden. Joe Biden, two or three paces ahead of the king, right throughout that procession where they're supposed to be inspecting the guard. And yet, did you read about that in your newspapers today? No, you didn't. It is extraordinary that Biden seems to get a free pass time after time. I know he's old, I know he's not very capable, but goodness gracious me, it just shows you how twisted, in many ways, our media can be. <laughs> so, so I did read that like, it is very disrespectful to be in front of the like queen, especially with that. Yeah. Well, that was my own... shown was like a huge sign of disrespect. Yeah, that was my other thought. It's like I didn't know if it was different with the you know the fact that Biden was in front of the king instead of the queen. I mean, no, I don't think it is. Okay, <clears throat> I think it's the same amount of like roy like you are always one step behind the royalty. Yeah. Well, it was insane. All right. Um, 
So here's the other quick little clip I had. Um, you hear about stuff like this. Um, this one is... Um, I feel like I've, I've seen clips of similar things, but this is definitely the craziest one I've actually seen. This is real. This is not... Well, I mean, I guess I didn't do a lot of research on it, but my understanding is that this is a real one. This is not a one that was done for... Um, uh, what's the word when they fake things on purpose just to be funny? Um, Sketch? No. Uh, that'll work too, but... Uh, Parody? No, what, what do they call like the... The, the B... Skits? No, I don't know, I'll just play the dang video. <laughs> ...body or spirit. And let us confess our faith today in the words of the Sparkle Creed. I believe in the non-binary God whose pronouns are plural. I believe in Jesus Christ, their child, who wore a fabulous tunic and had two dads and saw everyone as a sibling child of God. I believe in the rainbow spirit who shatters our image of one white light and refracts it into a rainbow of gorgeous diversity. I believe in the church of everyday saints as numerous, creative, and resilient as patches on the ace quilt, whose feet are grounded in mud and whose eyes gaze at the stars in wonder. I believe in the calling to each of us that love is love is love. So beloved, let us love. I believe, glorious God, help my unbelief. Amen. I love it's called the Sparkle Creed. <laughs> I figured you might like that part, but the rest is just... Oh. The rest of it is absolutely insane. But I love it. It's called the Sparkle Creed. Oh, man. <laughs> so, in being... I gotta memorize that. <laughs> no. Can you send no. me that video? No. Please. No. Finally no. Myself. <laughs> yeah, good luck finding... You, you could probably find that, honestly, if you looked... I, I just wanna, I just wanna be able to say like the, like the rainbow and the, the, um, the beginning part. Oh man, um, so in full, <laughs> um, full openness, that's not the most part either. But um, that video was one of the two that I had left over after trying to catch up on my stuff from last week. So I've only got one left. Okay. I will save it for next week. However, we'll do as I've been doing and end on saying, hey, this is something I'm going to talk about next week to give you a chance to possibly look stuff up. Um, and for me to maybe look more stuff up. Is it the Sparkle Creed? No. It is on Damn. January 6th. 2021. Is that when it was? I don't know. Actually, I might be very wrong. I think, I think that's I think right. So. I think that's right. That sounds right. It's either 21 yeah. or 22 or 2020. But I want to say it was 2021. I think I want to say it was 2021 as well because we we're still like kind of in the throes of COVID because everyone was freaking out like we don't have masks on. Yeah, it must have been 2021. Yeah, um, but I do. I, the video that I have for it is about a lady doing a. It's a. It's decently long. I don't think it's as long as the Paul Heyman video, 
Um, but it was about a lady doing like a press conference about her husband who was trying to save the life of a police officer and he ended up getting arrested. And that's all he was doing there. Trying yeah. to, anytime he put his hands on the police officer to help and he had said something about like, I'm here to, I'm, I know CPR, or I know first aid or something along those lines. And he got re- arrested. Mm. I'll look into this. Um, because I, I know a lot of things are very misconstrued about that day. I, not to go too deep into it, I'll go more deep into it next week. I watched it live, like all. Day. Oh, really? I don't think I knew that. Yes. There was a live stream on YouTube of people that were there. I do know. And they were just streaming it live all day. I think day. two of my grandma's friends were there, so maybe I'll try to see if I can't get a hold of either of them and see if they have footage or pictures or if they know what they know of what they saw. Yeah, because again, like like my streams are like like they were wherever they were, you know, like like because I, I think at one point they did manage to get into the uh, Capitol building, right? But like they didn't like try to go in; they were just like inside, like they didn't like try to get into anything big. But you know what I mean. But we'll get more into that next week. Uh, do you have anything else you want to mention on our way out? Um, I think I'm good. I don't have anything else. Just listen to the new Tesseract. Do what you want. <laughs> Ding dong. Goodbye. <laughs> Please like, comment, subscribe, whatever you kids do nowadays. Follow us on our link trees in the bottom of the thing, and we will see you on the next one.